ओम साईराम वॉम ग्रीटिंग्स टू ऑल द लिस्नर्स डिवोटीज ऑफ आर बिलव्ड परब्रह्म सदगुरु साईनाथ महाराज ऑफ शिरडी मे हिज ग्रेस बी एवर अपॉन ऑल ऑफ अस फॉर विदाउट आ बाबा वी आर ऑर्फन्स इन दिस इन्फाइनाइट सिमिली लार्ज यूनिवर्स टुडे वी शाल लिसन टू द सेकेंड चैप्टर ऑफ आर बाइबल श्री साई सच्चरित्र In this chapter Shri Hemadpant Elias Govind Raghunath Dabolkar narrates the object behind writing this magnificent work his incapacity and boldness in understanding the same he narrates his first visit to Shirdi and how he received the title of Hemadpant the chapter ends by enlightening all of us about the necessity of guru in our life i sincerely urge all the devotees to carefully listen and assimilate the teachings of sainath maharaj before beginning i bow down to shri ganesha and saraswati bhagavati i offer my obeisances unto the lotus feet of my kuladevata bhavani shankar shri nagesh maharudra bhagwan and shri mahalakshmi devi my maternal deities shri devki krishna ravanath and shri ramnath and devi sateri finally i bow down to my parents grandparents teachers and finally to my sadguru shri sainath bhagwan let us now begin with the chapter 2 in the last chapter the author mentioned in original marathi book that he would state the reason that led him to undertake the work and about the persons qualified to read the same and such other points now in this chapter he narrates the same the object of writing this work in the first chapter i described sai baba's miracles of checking and destroying the cholera epidemic by grinding wheat and throwing the flour on the outskirts of the village i heard other miracles of sai baba to my great delight and this delight burst forth into this poetic work i also thought that the description of these miracles of sai baba would be interesting and instructive to his devotees and would remove their scenes and so i begin to write the sacred life and teachings of sai baba the life of the saint is neither logical nor dialectical it shows us the truth and the great path in capacity and boldness in undertaking the work hemarpan thought that he was not a fit person to undertake the work he said i do not know the life of my intimate friends nor do i know my own mind then how can i write the life of the saint or describe the nature of incarnations which even the vedas were unable to do one must be a saint himself before he could know other saints otherwise how can i describe their glory to write the life of a saint is most difficult one may as well be able to measure the depth of the seven seas or enclose the sky with the clot trappings i know 
this was the most venturous undertaking which might expose me to ridicule i therefore invoked sai baba's grace the premier poet saint of maharashtra sri nyaneshwar maharaj has stated that the lord loves those who writes the lives of the saints and the saints also have their own peculiar method of assigning the service which the devotees long for the saint inspires the work the devotee becomes only an indirect cause or an instrument in achieving the end for instance in 1700 shaka year the poet mahalsa mahipati aspired to write the lives of saints saints inspired him and got the work done so also in 1800 shaka year das ganush service was accepted the former wrote four works bhakta vijay sant vijay bhakta lilamrit and sant lilamrit while the latter wrote two bhakta lilamrit and sant kathamrit in which the lives of modern saints were described in chapter 31 32 and 33 of bhakta lilamrit and in chapter 57 of sant kathamrit the life and teachings of sai baba are very very well de- depicted these have been separately published in sai lila magazine number 11 and 12 volume 17 the readers are advised to read these chapters so also sai baba's wonderful leelas are described by mrs savitri bai ragunath tendulkar of bandra in a small book named shri sai nath bhajan mala dasganu maharaj also has composed various sweet poems on sai baba a devotee named amidas bhavani mehta has also published some stories of sai baba in gujarati some numbers of sainath prabha a magazine published by dakshina bhiksha sanstha of shirdi are also published then the question of objection comes in that while so many work regarding sai baba are extant why should this such charitra be written and where is it necessary what is its necessity the answer is plain and simple the life of sai baba is as wide and deep as the infinite ocean and all can dive deep into the same and take out precious gems of knowledge and bhakti and distribute them among the aspiring people the stories parables and teachings of sai baba are very wonderful they will give peace and happiness to the people who are afflicted with sorrows and heavily loaded with miseries of this worldly existence and also bestow knowledge and wisdom both in the worldly and in the spiritual domains if this teachings of sai baba which are as interesting and instructive as the vedic lore are listened to and meditated upon the devotees will get what they long for that is union with brahma 
mastery in eightfold yoga bliss of meditation and etc so i thought that i should call these stories together that would be my best upasana this collection would be the most delightful to those simple souls whose eyes were not blessed with sai baba's darshan so i set about collecting sai baba's teachings and expressions the outcome of his boundless self realization it was sai baba who inspired me in this matter in fact i surrendered my ego at his feet and thought that my path was clear and that he would make me quite happy here and in the next world i could not myself ask sai baba to give me permission for this work so i requested mr madhavrao deshpande alias shama baba's most intimate devotee to speak to him for me he pleaded my cause and said to sai baba this anna saheb wishes to write your biography don't say that you are a poor fakir and there is no necessity to write it but if you agree and help him he will write or rather your grace will accomplish the work without your consent and blessing nothing can be done successfully when sai baba heard this request he was moved and blessed me by giving me his udi sacred ash and placing his boon bestowing hand on my head and said let him make a collection of stories and experiences keep notes and memos i will help him he is only an outward instrument i should write my autobiography myself and satisfy the wishes of my devotees he should get rid of his ego surrender it at my feet he who acts like this in life him i help the most what of my life stories i serve him in his house in all possible ways when his ego is completely annihilated and there is uh, and there uh, there is left no trace of it i myself shall enter into him and shall myself write my own life hearing my stories and teachings will create faith in devotees they will easily get self realization and bliss let there be no insistence on establishing one's own views no attempt to refute others opinions no discussions of pros and cons of any subject significant and prophetic title the word discussion put me in mind of my promise to explain the story of my getting the title of hemad pant and now i begin to relate the same I was on close friendly terms with Kaka Saheb Dikshit and Nana Saheb Chandurkar. They pressed me to go to Shirdi and have Baba's darshan and I promised them to do so. But something in meanwhile turned up which prevented me from going to Shirdi. The son of a friend of mine at Lonawala fell ill. My friend tried all possible means physical as well as spiritual but the fever would not abate at length he got his guru to sit by the bedside of his son but this too was of no avail hearing this i thought what is the utility of the guru 
if he could not save my friend's son if the guru can't do anything for us why should i go to shirdi at all thinking this way i postponed my shirdi trip but the inevitable must happen and it happened in my case as follows mr nanasaheb chandorkar who was a divisional officer was going on a tour to basin from thana he came to dadar and was waiting for a train bound for basin meanwhile a bendra local turned up he sat in it and came to bendra and sent for me and took me to task for putting off my shirdi trip nana's argument for my shirdi trip was convincing and delightful and so i decided to start for shirdi the same night i packed up my luggage and started for shirdi i planned to go to dadar and from there to catch the train to manmad and so i booked myself for dadar and sat in the train while the train was to start a mohammedan came hastily to my compartment and seeing all my paraphernalia asked me where i was bound to i told him about my plan he then suggested that i should go straight to bori bandar and not to wait at dadar as the manmad maid did not stop at dadar if this little miracle or leela had not happened i would not have reached shirdi the next day had settled and many doubts would have assailed me but that was not to be as fortune favored me i reached shirdi the next day before 9 or 10 am bahu saheb dikshit also known as kaka saheb dikshit was waiting for me there this was in the year 1910 when there was only one place that is sateswada for lodging pilgrim uh, devotees after alighting from the tonga i was anxious to have darshan when the great devotee tatya saheb nulkar returned from the masjid and said that baba was at the corner of the wada and that i should first get the preliminary darshan and then after bath see him at leisure hearing this i ran and prostrated before baba and my joy knew no bounds I found more than what Nana Sahib Chandorkar had told me. All my senses were satisfied, and I forgot my thirst and hunger. The moment I touched Sai Baba's feet, I began a new lease of life. I felt myself much obliged to those who spurred and helped me to get the darshan, and I considered them as my real relatives, and I cannot repay their debt. I only remember them and prostrate mentally before them. The peculiarity of Sai Baba's darshan, as I found it, is that by his darshan, our thoughts are changed. The force of previous action is abated, and gradually, non-attachment or dispassion towards worldly objects grow up. It is by the merit of actions in many past births that such darshan is got. and only you see sai baba all the world assumes the form of sai baba hot discussion on the first day of arrival in shirdi there was a discussion between me and bala saheb uh, bhate 
regarding the necessity of a guru and i contended saying why should we lose our freedom and submit to others when we have to do our duty why a guru is necessary one must try his best to save himself what can the guru do to a man who does nothing but sleep indolently thus i pleaded free will while mr bhate took up the other side that is destiny and he said whatever is bound to happen must happen even great men have failed man proposes one way but god disposes the other way brush aside your cleverness pride or egoism it won't help you this discussion with all its pros and cons went on for an hour or so and as usual no conclusion was arrived at we had to stop the discussion ultimately as we were exhausted the net result of this was that i lost my peace of mind and found that unless there is a strong body consciousness and egoism there would be no discussion in other words it is egoism which breeds discussion then when we went to masjid with others baba asked kaka saheb dikshit the following what was going on in the sateswada what was the discussion about and staring at me baba further added what did this hemad pant say hearing these words i was much surprised the masjid was at a considerable distance from sateswada where i was staying and where the discussion was actually going on how could baba know our discussion unless he be omniscient and inner ruler of us all i began to think why sai baba should call me by the name hemad pant this word is a distorted form of hemadri pant this hemadri pant was a well known minister of the king mahadev and ramdev of devgiri of yadava dynasty he was very learned good natured and the author of works such as chaturvanga chintamani dealing with spiritual subjects and raja prashasti he invented and started new methods of accounts and was the originator of the modi marathi shorthand script but i was quite the opposite in an ignoramus and a mediocre intellect so i could not understand why the name or title was conferred upon me but thinking seriously upon it i thought that the title was a dart to destroy my ego so that i should always remain meek and humble it was also compliment paid to me for the cleverness in the discussion looking into the history we think that baba's words that is calling mr dabulkar by the name hemadpan was significant and prophetic as we find that he looked after the management of sai sansthan very intelligently kept all the accounts properly and was also the author of such great and good work sai satcharitra which deals with such important and spiritual subjects as dhyan bhakti dispassion self surrender and self realization about the necessity of a guru <coughs> hemadpant has left no note no memo about what baba said regarding this subject but kaka saheb dikshit has published his note regarding this method next day after himadpant's meeting with sai baba 
काकासाहेब दीक्षित वेंट टू बाबा एन आस्ट बाबा वेर टू गो बाबा सेड हाय अप देन द मॅन सेड वेर इज द वे बाबा सेड देर आर मॅनी वेज लिडिंग देर देर इज वन वे फ्रॉम हिअर शिर्डी ऑल्सो द वे इज डिफिकल्ट देर आर टायगर्स अँड वुल्फ्स इन द जंगल्स ऑन द वे आय काकासाहेब आस्ट बट बाबा वॉट इफ वी टेक अ गाईड विथ अस बाबा आन्सर्ड देन देर इज नो डिफिकल्टी द गाईड विल टेक यू स्ट्रेट टू युअर डेस्टिनेशन अवॉइडिंग वुल्फ्स टायगर्स अँड डिचेस एक्सेट्रा ऑन द वे इफ देर बी नो गाईड देर इज द डेंजर ऑफ यू बिंग लॉस्ट इन द जंगल्स ऑर फॉलोइंग इन टू द डिचेस मिस्टर दाबोलकर was present on this occasion and he thought that this was the answer baba gave to the question whether guru was necessary and he thereupon took the hint that no discussion whether man is free or bound is of any use in spiritual matters but on the contrary real parmatma real parmartha is possible only as the result of the teachings of guru as is illustrated in this chapter of the original work in the instances of great avatars like ram and krishna who had to submit themselves to their gurus vashishta and sandipani respectively for getting self realization and that the only virtues necessary for such progress are faith and patience bow to sri sai peace be to all